It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Uh, hello, everybody. We uh, just saw the Eagles get in a victory formation at thirty-one to six. Uh, the offense decided to go to sleep, and you know what? It was okay because, like I said, if Luke Falk were to beat the Eagles, I would kiss a horse. And you could have picked where I kissed the horse, but instead, let's just kiss Jim Schwartz's head and call it a day, and not worry that maybe Miles Sanders might stink, or you know that this offense is missing something when they start in second and third quarters. James Seltzer, how are you? Well, John, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when we did the preview pod, I believe there was only one member of the Go Birds podcast team who ah. said the Eagles would cover. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, look, I said 35 to three. It was 31 to six. Pretty damn close. I'll take a, a victory lap on that. But seriously, like, look, we needed to see them come out and beat the Jets handily. And they did yeah. that. The offense certainly wasn't their best game. We'll dive into it. But it just felt like. They just got up on them early, and you could see immediately that the Jets are a complete and utter disaster, a disgraceful <laughs> football team. And, yes. and it's hard to blame Luke Falk too much considering he was on the practice squad a few weeks ago. But, man, dude, they are bad. And it almost felt like the Eagles got up early and then almost just were like, all right, we're going to... Let's gonna, just slow it down let's, here. Let's, let's take it easy. Let's make sure no one gets hurt here. Let's just really kind of go back. And even with that happening, they won 31 to 6. So uh, I'll take it. We could definitely yeah. dive into the offense, but also really no, quickly, I, yeah. welcome to Philadelphia Orlando Scandal. Yeah, yeah, that was, can I, let me say a couple of things. That was the most embarrassing <laughs> strip sack I have ever seen. Not because of Orlando Scandrick. That was beautiful. That was hilarious. I can't believe you had 23 seconds in the pocket, and then you wrestled it out of 
uh, the quarterback's arms, and you're just you're just going there like, oh my god, that that. I mean, there's a there's a lot of embarrassing things with the Jets, but none more embarrassing than Adam Gase retire, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, you. Uh, where do we start from the uh, the calling the timeouts before a punt on fourth and eighteen? Oh man, that field goal <laughs> attempt down fourteen <laughs> nothing was god. just for a fifty five yarder into the wind with a guy whose career high was forty six, and you're losing fourteen nothing, and you just. Are already it's clear that you are not going to get in Eagles territory without as we saw later some, yeah. some help from the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. so at that spot like that was everyone on the planet goes for it there except Adam Gase and it was I'm sorry, Sam Figgin. One of the worst field goal attempts I've ever watched. That was even my wife Emily turns us and was like, "That was awful. That was really bad." <laughs> even Zoe Seltzer said, "I have never. I don't know what's going on, but I know that was bad." Uh, by the way, a couple of interesting stats. Now, James Seltzer is undefeated when he watches a game with Zoe Seltzer, yes. and and the Eagles are now 11 and 0 against the Jets. Oh, how about that? That is pretty how about crazy. That? that is undefeated. That's actually a really wild thing to think about yeah. especially considering that it's a team they play every year in the fourth preseason game so you see that it feels like they've played the jets a lot but it's you know obviously as you said only 11 and 0 but it is unbelievable that at no point over the you know since 1973 the jets yeah. have not found a way to win one of these yeah and uh you can see why with a well, i don't know man <laughs> my, well just... my buddy here you go with that my buddy uh shout out to my buddy jesse who absolutely will not be listening to this podcast but my one true Jets fan friend texted our text thread during the game and said, I legitimately think I have to find a new team and said his son got laughed at by a grown man for wearing a Jets jersey. He said, I think I, and I said, dude, you absolutely should change. That is embarrassing. And your team is embarrassing. I'm sorry. Um, just so we, uh, we know we're going to get to uh, uh, some stuff right now, but I am sweating out. A, a Baltimore Ravens cover. Oh, buddy. And as we're recording this, there's 54 seconds left in that game, and the Ravens are in striking distance, so bear with me if I yelp and yelp and go mf -er and all that other stuff. Need a touchdown. Like, you need, need a, a touchdown, touchdown and an extra point. You yeah, need... I really do. Yeah. Uh, none of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, they won't go for two. I was trying to figure that out. But no. um, I, I uh, yeah, I, whatever. Uh, there, there will be plenty of time to bitch about the offense and how it kind of went back and forth. Um, but that that was so enjoyable just just to I mean the lead up to this game was was no hype. Uh, the stadium basically went good night at like twenty four to six. So right after that, you're just sitting here thinking like, man, that's all we really asked for. And by the way, there's only one person in this room that actually put into action with money this is to fair. take the cover. So you did thank put you money on the birds to cover. So despite me being the only one who picked them on the pod, money action <laughs> money speak louder and worse. But uh, but it was really not. And this is something that we had talked uh, with Warren Sharp about on Saturday. And, you know, the Eagles had faced, um, a, you know, according to whatever metric I think he's using, uh, that they've gone up against the three toughest uh, offensive lines in terms of pass blocking as it's going on. Uh, oh, my God, Lamar Jackson, please make that. Uh, <laughs> and there is um, what you kind of saw the difference between. Finally, this is this is one of the worst 
offensive lines in football and the sacks finally came. We don't have to have a big pressures versus sacks debate today, which is the thank God. <laughs> sacks were everywhere. I mean, yeah. Deshaun Hall, Josh getting Sweat. In there. I mean, everyone was getting into the action. BG had a few. Yep. Um, Rodney, I think. Oh, no, Rodney had an interception. Um, almost Rodney had the sack that, that one play Luke Falk made was pretty glad of the Rodney sack. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. And you could see it. And it's something that we've obviously talked a lot about in terms of, you know, oh, the pass rush, oh, the pass rush. The pass rush was outstanding today. Whoever yep. the opponent lining up in front of you, you have to find your way to the quarterback. And they did that in spade state. They were absolutely awesome. Every single one of those guys had a really... Hassan Ridgeway had a yeah, sack. Hassan Ridgeway. <laughs> pay attention. That might be the only sack you ever see Hassan yep. Ridgeway get. It was, uh, it was awesome. And it really set the tone. It was the difference in the game, obviously. Again, the offense after the beginning didn't look good. Uh, but uh, ultimately, as we watch Will Fuller, who I sat in fantasy score another touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> and I only sat him because I forgot to change my. He's 217 yards and three touchdowns. Unbelievable! That's what I get for forgetting. That's what you get for that. Yeah, but it was it was awesome. Look, it was awesome to see you mention it. How, when was the last time we had an Eagles game where we could just like kick our feet up and kind of just take it easy? Yeah. I mean, we started recording with like while they were in victory formation. When was the last time that happened? It's just very very cool to be able to just kind of. Take one easy and say, yeah. all right, we got this one. We're good. We beat these guys. Let's move on. And just to let you know, like our entire Sunday was nice and easy. Oh, like going into the lot, everybody was chilled out there yeah. too. Uh, we had a few Bud Lights. It was delicious. And now we've been crushing liquid deaths. Uh, yeah. You know, in the, in like the my table here. is littered like, with them. Yeah. We just, we kicked it back today. Like I hope you guys did too. It was more it or was less nice. like we weren't looking to be impressed. No one's looking to be impressed against the Jets. And and honestly, like handle, not having, handle business. Yeah. The, the greatest thing here is, you know, between again, and, and I know it's probably going to continue. I'm going to probably sniff a Jalen Ramsey rumor and start barking like crazy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the wolves start talking like out. a pirate again. Yeah. Yeah. Yar, I believe Dracula's going to come out of the old dirt and bite uh, Sean Khan on the neck and give him a disease so bad that he forgot what he said last week and the trade will be complete in Philadelphia. Yar. Um, but the, uh, the, the great thing... You should thing, be voicing like some pirate-themed commercial or something. I am available. Like a pirate serial or something. <laughs> I'm a viol- vi- yeah, available for pirate parties and... Uh, yeah, pirate parties. Yeah, actually, that's, I think that's we'll pretty stick much with it. That. Yeah, um, but the you don't have to go into this crazy. Oh my god! Even the secondary can't handle the Jets. Which I'll be honest with you, there was a little thing in the back of my head going, "Please don't let us have that conversation today." Um, a million guys that you have never probably heard of before. You know, week three, Craig James had kind of had like a, a weird one against Robbie Anderson, but thank God he dropped the ball. Um, and mainly, I mean, uh, the reason why you didn't hear about him is, is again, because of the front four, but also just the, if, geez, I don't know how many mistakes on offense we can count. I mean, basically, whatever the la- other than the the uh, two field goals that they scored, uh, uh, that's well, that's real, pretty much it. Well, I mean, the you touchdown. can take away all the play. Oh, it was that, yeah, that, right. yeah, like, See, trick play. Was. That's yeah, right. well, and the re- that's the thing is the only reason they got the touchdown was because of the weird Corey Clement play where it looked like it hit Ryan Lewis's foot. I understood what Corey Clement was trying to do there. That I didn't. It, uh, look, I will get in look it felt like it was so close that you almost should have just let it go and that you weren't going to be able to make a play on it. But you should also could make a better play on the ball for sure. But regardless, I, I understood at least it, it did look like it hit his foot, but... I probably would have just let it roll. Regardless, that was the only way they got points. They needed the Eagles yeah. to give them the ball on the 19-yard line. Yeah, and uh, that was the only big mistake that they made, and it's, you know, kind of you know, made them pay for it there, essentially. But, yeah, the uh, uh, there was just kind of, you know, a, a, a bunch of 
bunch of different situations where you, you thought it might uh, turn one way for only because like really the, the offense had struggled there for um, most of that third quarter. It was sputtering for a little bit and then, uh, you know, the defense kind of sits in there and bails them out. It's It just felt like that. It, it, it felt like um, laundry was finally getting done and that's pretty much it as uh, that's how I feel about this entire game. Like it's there, there wasn't anything uh, outside of the, the, you know, the Skandrick strip. Uh, the, the sacks were great. Uh, the Skandrick strip was definitely the, the play of the game. Yeah. That was definitely the one we'll remember from this one was the Skandrick strip. That was, I mean, how many times have you seen a guy just rip the ball away from someone and run for a touchdown? Like, it's like the most insulting thing I've ever seen. It was that's just my like, lunch. That's my lunch. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> no, that's mine. You give me this football. See this? This is Igloo. Your yeah. mom, she uses Coleman and get it right. You know, something like that. I'm sure that's what Orlando Skandrick said. Probably. In that I mean, if I had to guess news. what he was saying, it was probably something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, and uh, it, it's uh, it was good to see, you know, um, uh, Alshon on, uh, or at least Doug calling non-screens. I really do like, you know, just the, the, wheel the route. quick out smoke. Oh, the wheel route, which continues I to be think, undefeated. I did think Doug was, was culpable in the, uh, in the kind of, Tightening up a little bit after the big league, like he, yeah. he was outstanding early on. Some of those play calls were were just terrific, and then it felt like he pulled the pedal off the metal. But also there were misplays that that, that were missed and all that. But still, uh, I felt like all around again they just kind of ease their foot off the gas a little bit. Almost, I think, like everyone watching, I, I honestly think we all kind of felt a little bad for the Jets out there. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, almost I mean, I, like, oh I didn't. I man, didn't. I just was, oh that sucks, man. I felt bad for Jets fans. Adam Gay, can we really quickly just just Let's circle back to him for can, a minute? Yeah, yeah, can we just quickly um, appreciate the road not walked? Appreciate the fact <laughs> that somehow, even though the Eagles wanted Adam Gase to be our head coach, that Doug Peterson is our head coach. I mean, thank God. Yeah. Think about that sliding doors moment, Adam Gase. Okay, here's a statement for you. Yeah. You'll like this, John. Oh, I love this. I think Chip Kelly might be a e better NFL head coach <laughs> than Adam Gase. Oh, I already know Take he is. Take that to the bank. I already know he is. You know, like, and, wow. Uh, I, I, it's the incredible amount of incompetence to not only come out here, expect that the kid Mono is going to be your quarterback the entire week. Oh, that was not, bad. Not give Luke Folk one real good snap <laughs> when you have... This is after a bye week, mind you. And also you something know? that you can't diagnose. You can't just ask Sam how he's feeling. Like, yeah. his spleen has to oh, shrink. I'm going to be able to go. Like, what is that? Okay. Oh, thanks. Cool. What does that even mean? Uh, uh, leading up to just going to Le'Veon Bell, even though... Well, actually, I don't know if that's even the dumbest thing, but they, no, that's, that's, it might be the smartest thing you do with Luke Falk. But it did. It felt like, and I know I haven't looked at the numbers, but it felt like like Le'Veon Bell had like sixty-five to seventy percent of the touches. Yeah, <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And they waved the white flag and just like, "Hey, Blau Powell, we haven't heard your name in a little bit. Why don't you get on out there?" Was just, he still? I didn't even a, realize. He took a snap or two. I didn't realize Blau Powell was still a Jet or in the NFL. <laughs> or I How think about I, it? I don't know. I, uh, if I'm wrong on that, I apologize. I just heard. Let's Ke just go Kevin with Harlan. That's how much this that. game matters. That it was it was Bilal Powell, I believe. Yeah, in my heart of hearts. Yes, yeah. So do I. It's Lamar Jackson looks back and he goes, he gets scrambled. 
Field gets tossed. And he goes, looks to his right. God oh, damn it! Oh no, this is, John. This is this is gonna kill me. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> I, I yeah, I don't know how to segue out of that. But the um, Raiders beat the Bears, which is nice. That yeah, just happened. Should have stuck with. That's good for the. Uh, my God. Good for I the. Like good for the Eagles. Po- maybe the post game should just be NFL red zone. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's not what else the, is going on. I don't think not in the moment. It's that much fun for people. Sadly, <laughs> no. I I want to talk about that Corey thing for a second because, uh, like yes, of course, Ryan Lewis or whatever should not be that close to the ball totally i i still don't know on the replay if it was completely clean and off it his looked foot. hard Clearly to see yeah going to, but yeah like uh cory it shouldn't just you know try and i don't know what he was doing that's what i mean i i keep coming back to uh just to play on the ball itself and it wasn't good like it wasn't <laughs> i keep coming back it wasn't to it good wasn't attempt. good I, it just, and i heard like what do you want him to do as something other than try and i don't know do some weird slapping motion to get that out of bounds which i think he was trying to do like you i don't know you're a professional try and try and grab the ball and, i agree and take with it that. down with you it wasn't that crazy out of yeah your and again look it's one of those things where i get it it's a bang bang play and and it was hard to tell if it hit ryan lewis's foot but if Corey clement in the moment was 100 percent sure in his mind it hit ryan lewis's fo- foot then i can completely understand trying to make a play on the football because it is a live ball in your mind it just looked like it was close enough to not hitting his foot that it might have been smart to just let it go and but again, look, if he lets it go and it's a live ball, it's a touchdown potentially. Yeah. So I, I get it. It's a tough bang bang play. I agree with you. If you're gonna make the decision to go up for it, go up for it strong. Go up with your body, kind of turn your shoulder into it. What he did was he basically just stuck his hand out and kind of hoped to like yeah. grab it with the palm of his hand. You gotta go up with your body, you gotta knock that other guy out of the way and kind of hope to almost box him out a little bit yeah, on it. Do so yeah. I, I think I think what happened was he just decided so late to make a play for the ball that he didn't make a very strong play for the ball. Ultimately, obviously it didn't hurt them. It cost the defense their shutout. Yeah. I'm sure those guys yeah. not super psyched. But at the same time, like, you know, it, it is what it is and uh I, I can understand it. Yeah, I'm not going to make a huge deal over it. I I will make a I huge mean, deal. I mean, look, over it, it was interesting like, though that Nelson Aguilar was returning punts after that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the, like, the coaching staff clearly didn't down. love the move. Yeah, yeah, and he kind of goes out of this one. But overall, I thought it was a really good uh, running performance by you know. I mean, Jordan Howard continues to really start impressing everybody, and he's the best um, running back on this team, John. Yeah, Miles. I've been saying this for uh, a few weeks. We argued a little bit about this, I, I believe, at the Mayfair event a few yeah. weeks back. Like. Right at this moment, and I'm not saying long term, but right at this moment, Jordan Howard is the best running back on this team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He just is, right? I mean, he just is. He just gives them more. And they're, I mean, they're, Sanders is good in the pass yeah, game. He's had some nice catches. Yeah, yeah. It, and I, for some reason, I, he's having the same issues in between the tackles. Uh, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of back and forth with that. Like I, I see that. You know, when he goes to the outside, uh, those stretch plays, those uh, outside zone plays that they ran early on weren't really working. Uh, then the, the, you know, towards the second and third quarter, everybody was working in there. And I think Zach Berman even pointed out Lane Johnson was screaming to the sideline in a sense, like saying, run the fucking ball, keep running the ball, keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and those were really good drives out of the Eagles there and kind of capped that off with the touchdown there was was good like yeah that was, that and was, look when press a part of it when made some look the offense we've talked about it, i think they left some points on the field for sure it wasn't their best day really top to bottom but Wentz made some really pretty throws he made some really really nice ones. really tight window throws you know people it seems i think you know when most people talk about as a thrower i think most people would acknowledge that carson Wentz has the arm to make any throw on the field yeah. 
but people knocking for his accuracy. His it, he was really on point with some tough throws yesterday. They were nice to see, and obviously made a couple of those plays, even a couple just to throw the ball away, where you see that kind of like magical ability to like Roethlisberger like it really is I know yeah. we made that comp but some of those spots we had a mini Houdini his, today yeah, yeah his yeah. ability to just kind of not go down for long enough to either make a play or, or if nothing else to to throw the ball away before uh, and really heads up play on that Kelsey snap too to throw that one yeah. away that was really heads well, up I was freaking out with you because yeah. I was like wait a minute yeah but you know it was no, a really heads up yeah, play yeah uh, so it wasn't the best game but he didn't do anything to hurt the team and he made some really nice throws in there the offense just didn't seem to click too much yeah. and obviously left a little bit on the field but I, I think in all I'm not I'm not coming and I, honestly I do think the Jets defense isn't horrendous like I think that's the one the thing we've seen good. it yeah. they did a good job against the Patriots they yep. you know good enough at least they did a really good job week one until Mosley went dead like they're they're okay at least is the yeah. point whereas the offense is particularly horrendous yeah yeah it's yeah, and that was you know, like evident. one of the worst they were in uh what they had uh two first down conversions all game yeah well i told you i said this during the game and i really i feel it's true and i'm sure there's another example or two if i really search my mind but luke fogg might be the least i've ever feared a quarterback <laughs> my team is playing i just was like there is like no gonna matter it's there gonna is no up. chance this guy can do anything against yeah, us. yeah. none <laughs> like none, were no chance. None, yeah. The, he couldn't do anything. The, I mean, the even the deep shots were so. Oh, it was horrendous. I don't even. What's past a wounded duck? Because that's not quite dead. I don't know, like a a, a belly flop uh, goose. Hmm. <laughs> that's a good call. A goose with no wings. Because yes, that's what it looks that. like when he throws a football. It's really. It's bad. 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 Uh, I uh, yeah, and and with Wentz, like it's it's kind of. Really, uh, really similar to everything that we've seen this season. There just wasn't any like major, huge, uh, you know, big time bombs that you were kind of looking Man, for. Man, they missed just got that one. Yeah, they do. Nelson, who, uh, and, and that was really dumb too. Can I just say that when you challenge just pass don't challenge that, and it's illegal contact, just don't and you challenge can't review it. illegal contact. Oh, that's so stupid. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's like, just like doesn't make any sense, yeah. like logically as a human being. Challenge but at the same every, or, time, yeah. don't challenge that those types of plays anymore. Like we saw, I it thought with it was the a good challenge. To be I, and, with you. But man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they don't. They are not overturning these pass interferences a lot in these types of situations. I think it really has to be. I think what we're learning. And we saw it in the Packers game too. Is it has to be a gross like evidence of yeah. of pass interference for them to change it over? Or you could just have it so you can review everything. Well, obviously, and just have two challenges. I, I'm and with you. We're not arguing this. You're trying to litigate something that I'm, isn't litigated. I'm just mad. I'm just like it's because it just goes from one thing to <laughs> the next. It feels very counterintuitive for a sport My that is God. so. You know, kind of works really well. That's one of the biggest flaws in it. I would yeah. say. Yeah, either just eliminate replay altogether again, or you know, be able. Apparently, to Apparently, though, working carts uh, are a big issue in Pittsburgh. Jeez, oh man! First of all, I hope Mason Rudolph is okay. Man, that was yeah, scary. But as to be carted happened. off the field and then you know, uh, yeah, and then have or the cart not need work. to be carted yeah, off yeah, the field. That's Whoa. what I mean. How do you not have two working carts? It's unbelievable. How do you man. not have two working carts on a football field? Yeah. Um, but uh, hasn't it, been a good year for Pittsburgh. No, no, <laughs> it, it really hasn't, and it's it's not going to get any better for the Jets either. And I don't know if you're a Jets fan, man, but if you somehow or listening well, I think to you this should, yeah, of this it's like podcast, your Washington like, play for Washington fans. I think like we'll take you, Jets fans. Yeah, it green to, to green, it's pretty easy. That's an easy crossover yeah, yeah. because one way or the other, y'all need to bail. 
<laughs> I mean, like, y'all need to bail. I know Joe Douglas is there and he's going to make you happy for a little bit and maybe there's a long way to go, but as long as Adam Gase is coaching that football team, that's going nowhere quickly. That's that's the other thing about this. Like, you cannot expect, in the worst way, I know that the Jets roster is a little banged up, right? Or it doesn't have a lot of great talent. You still are looking for wide receivers. It doesn't have Sam Darnold, so you can't even uh, really judge how good this football team would have been anyway. But if a team is prepared like that after a bye Abs- week. Yeah, this guy should be fired. Uh, and that's, and again, the only thing. He should thing be that one and done. Up, yeah, it won't be like, you know. Dan Quinn should be fired tomorrow, and they yeah. probably won't be. Uh, how about Atlanta? They're, they're yeah. real bad. Yeah. And this is what I keep looking at, too, because, well, of course, before I do that, I uh, want to remind you guys to go to liquiddeath.com slash go birds because I honestly have been drinking the Liquid Death Mountain Water. Uh, all game long, <laughs> James has it fully stocked in his fridge as well because it's delicious. It's a pounder. It's an aluminum can of pure Austrian water, uh, and it's the best thing ever. Uh, it's it's good for the environment. It looks cool as hell because no one thinks it's actually water. People think you're drinking a beer or an energy drink or something crazy like that. Uh, they've been so supportive of the show. Please go support them. Liquiddeath.com slash GoBirds, and you get $2 off uh, a case of water at any time, and uh, y- y- they even go one step further where you can sell your soul. That's right. If you just give up your soul to Liquid Death and uh, at liquiddeath.com, they'll just send you a free case of water. You can go try it out if you don't mind giving up your soul. Although I'm looking at Zoe Seltzer right now, and she's like, Man, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to convince her to sell her soul for a case of water because it is that delicious. And, uh, All right, here, let's get back to what we were talking about. You try and see where the Eagles are going to match up here. And, like, there's, you know, I I don't know. The Saints are are looking pretty good tonight, uh, today. Uh, We we were Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. um, You know, the Rams lost on Thursday night. You're looking ahead at all these other different contenders. The Vikings, who, man, I mean, looked ugly in a lot of spots against the uh, Giants. It's still the Giants, and Adam Thielen finally came through for them after, you know, not being able to throw the deep ball and all that. What I will say is, yeah, Adam Thielen was awesome. He made a few of those catches were were really awesome. It's really, and I I don't know if this is a good way to, to judge a player's talent, but being a fantasy owner going up against Dalvin Cook is one of the scariest things you've ever seen. Like, you can't, it's so scary. Yeah. It feels like every single play is just going to take it and go forever. It's really terrifying. Yeah. 132 yards for him on the yeah. ground, and I think. 86 know. receiving. Sorry, yeah. John. Yeah, not not great. As, uh, <laughs> as It's the first time that you feel like, okay, good. You know, I made the right call and took the Ravens to win, yeah. even though you didn't know what was happening in the game. And what do they do? What do they do? Well, they they don't win by a touchdown. They only win by a field well, goal. Well, you needed them to win by by four, and they, yeah, they, won, and they won by, by three, three, John. So, you know, I mean, at least the Eagles won, uh, as, as we say there. But um, it, it just shows you that, um, I mean, this is not going to be one that we're all going to sit and remember. You, oh, you remember that Jets game win? We're probably going to forget most of the things that happened in this game, and I would say the next four or five weeks. Maybe one play in particular, like if Corey Clement Scandrick. screws up again, that'll come back sure. up. Scandrick will obviously be there. Um, but... It's it's really that's where I've been focusing. I think that's where most of us have been focusing. It's just more down the road in terms of, okay, get this one off your back 
and now the true test begins because you have three good teams that you're going to face, and I'm including the Bills in that only yeah. because their defense is Bills really, are really good. And one, man. And the Bills are four know, and one. That's where you start to look at like you can't come out like this against these teams. You're on the road three times in a row. So this really is a time for, you know, hey, offense, this has been cute and this has been pretty in a, in a lot of different stretches, but now it needs to start coming together and looking more like a cohesive unit from start to finish because we didn't really get that today. Yeah, it's a tough, so the toughest part of their schedule is the next, what, five, six games, whatever it is with, um, you know, Minnesota and Dallas and the Bills and then uh, Seattle and New England. That is, and the Bears. Yeah, that's the Bears six teams, are right? that's a, It's a bye week in there, too. Yeah, but, the yeah. bye, but that's the toughest, and then it kind of gets easier towards the end, but that is, that's where their, their, their bones will be made this season, so I'm with you. This was definitely one where, but look, you wanted to feel like this was an easy kind of get-right game, and it was. Again, we, we feel like they kind of took the second half off a little bit, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, um, so I, I'm with you. I, I think it was a, a good spot for them. Real quick, before we, because we, we will look at it, but I, one, one more shout out from the Jets game. Uh, shout out to Gene Starator oh, for yes. being <laughs> awesome and Barchard calling that he's like he should mention something about the last time like, he made it's a earth, call. Was there a touchdown? To he did it, yeah. and he was it was awesome. <laughs> shout out to Gene Starator. That guy's a legend forever. Um, but yeah, John, I'm with you. Look, this was a game we felt like they have to win this game, and we really want them to win it convincingly. And they did both those things, even if it wasn't the prettiest convincing win. They beat up on a horrible team. That's all like we had to see them do. They did that and and they stayed healthy through it. You know, yep. at least predominantly it seems for the most part they stayed healthy through the game and um, that's huge as they head into this kind of gauntlet of a stretch here. Minnesota next week, that's going to be a really interesting game as a, a Vikings team that handled the Giants, but it also didn't look very good. They went 28-10, right. to 10, kind of similar type of thing. They handled a worse team than them, but, um, you know, them on the road obviously, but uh, it didn't look pretty, and there's obviously been a lot of issues there with the Thielen and the Diggs and all that. So I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be really interesting moving forward. You're right. There's some big games: Minnesota, Dallas, who is about to play right now against yeah. the Packers. I mean, theoretically, after all the gripe, after all the consternation and angst in this he city, the, he loves when he busts out consternation. We could the Eagles theoretically could be tied. For the NFC East by the end of the night, like yeah. that is, a, and again, I don't know. Like, look, the well, Packers are with the Raiders right now. Too, the Cowboys are a favorite way. at home. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying it'll happen, but like that, like just the point that it's still early. Like I've been saying, it's still early. There's a lot of big games coming up. We'll know a lot more about this team over the next few weeks, especially with these games on the road here. Yeah, and this feels like a, and we used to say this a lot with a lot of Donovan teams. It oh, this. This Eagles team always kind of plays down to its competition. Uh, as I'm watching Cortland Sutton freaking do great things for my fantasy always team. Always been in on Cortland Sutton. Yeah, that was that was that was you know, long four years Cortland ago. Sutton fan. Um, but they, for me, they need to win two out of three. And and I don't know if there is going to be that thing where they kind of play down to their competition. I wouldn't even consider this playing down to their competition today. I mean, they were sloppy, and yeah, the Jets they, were they bad. They won by 25 points. They still won by 25 points. They were sloppy. a 14 or 16-point right. favorite, and they won by 25 points. Yeah. Like, yeah, they weren't great, but they they won handily. Like, yeah. you know, they but won what handily. I, what we and can even say, then, I think they probably did play a little bit down yeah. to the competition, at least as the game went on. Yeah, uh, but what we can say is this team is still – uh, come out pretty slow and you well, know for you, t- i mean today they came out pretty quick yeah, yeah it quick. wasn't bad green bay was a little better 
But, you know, uh, you got to hit the Vikings right in the mouth and take everything away from them, especially when, you know, you know that Kirk Cousins now is going to throw the football on you. And that was pretty much their game plan against the, the Giants. Clearly, the, the Eagles secondary is better than the Giants. But again, if you're dealing with injuries and if you're not having Sidney Jones come back out on this field, totally, you know, there's yeah, still, you still t- need yeah. to be ready to rock and roll here, which is what makes me really nervous about this next stretch here is you need guys to either get healthy or you need to start making moves because this isn't going to last like that really you know like you're going to need to have guys play above their heads for a few weeks and they really need to get Jalen Mills back in here which you're not that far away from either but in the meantime you need to figure out how to kind of you can't really patch this up for this stretch is all I'm saying. Look, yeah, they need help. Uh, again, Craig James, a.k.a. Elliot's favorite player of all time. Uh, I, I, look, I don't... Looked really good I don't, today, yeah, I, he, yeah, early yeah. on had, had the issue, but again, yeah. nobody... Look, who knows? Uh, that was Luke Fogg. It doesn't yeah. count whatever anyone did today. I, I like what the D-line did, that we could say. But um, I do think that... And Rodney McLeod, by the way, another pick. He's been so great this year. Shout out to Rodney. But um, I also think that... Um, he will join the midday show tomorrow, by the way. damn right. At 12.30 p.m. Or 1 o'clock. That's my, my guy, Rodney. Love that guy. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with you. I think... Um, you know, obviously the Jalen Ramsey thing will not get old. It will not stop. We're going to be in on this, and and it'll never stop. But I do think, uh, look, the the Broncos are up fourteen nothing, as you just mentioned. But if they do lose that game, whatever. I mean, they've already said everyone on the roster, except for Von Miller, will be available. So Chris Harris, I think, an interesting name too. There will be names if they need a, if Howie it gets to that point. Um, look, the next few weeks might be an issue, but I, I think Howie could bounce at any time if he feels like yeah. that's the only move that. But I agree, Jalen Mills, LeBlanc, like. There could still be reinforcements internally, even if not at the level of those other guys. Uh, and how about this? Uh, Doug Peterson even calling out right now in his post-game press conference. He didn't feel like the Eagles played well today. Was angry about all the penalties. Yeah, that's a good I mean, mentality to have. You know, I mean, just like we we're saying, you're kind of it, it's the yeah. Jets look, they, the it. Jets. Like, what, what we we could say the Jets were lucky to lose thirty-one to six. Like they could have lost fifty to six. They really could. They could have not even had the six. The only reason they got it was because of an Eagles mistake. So they, the, I agree with Doug in the sense that they they could have won way bigger. They definitely didn't. We all know they didn't play their best football game today. I don't think there's any question about that. And how about this? I can't believe we haven't brought it up yet, but Nate Gary in the pick six. Nate Gary's <laughs> signature moment as a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, how about it? He has had 15 interceptions in college. Never taken one back to the end zone. How about that? And uh, yeah, he got a he got a real treat there. Shout I mean, out to Nate. granted, perfectly perfectly read the entire way. Luke Falk had no idea that yeah. he was coming over there. It was a fantastic thing. It was a see. nice play. Yeah. It was cool cool to see. You're always happy to see that. Um, and uh, let's see if we got any other kind of updates from today. Uh, Doug Peterson was also very disappointed in the offense. Uh, obviously, admitted that they're missing Deshaun Jackson deep. Yeah, that speed is not an excuse. There's too many mistakes on the offense. I agree. Right now. There are too many mistakes, but it really it is apparent. Like yeah. you can see that the one component of this offense that just isn't there is that deep speed. Like we, man, that was such a big part of this offense we saw in the second half week one of Washington, those two long passes. Like, and, and Deshaun just opens it up. and make, Like that was the thing we were talking about before with Wentz with the really great throws into tight corners yeah. and tight windows. He had to make those throws because it was so tight down there. The Ertz throws, the Goddard throws, like all those, the Alshon throws, because they couldn't open it up up top. Missing Deshaun has really taken a, a, it really is a big deal for this offense. Like they need that dude back if he can come back.
Yes. Uh, Obviously, we'll see what happens, but you know, it's. And I don't think he's going to come back. I'm is terrified. It, you know, of it. like I'm starting to get to that point. If there is, you know, rumors of him possibly needing surgery, and the reason why you know they're waiting it out is to see if he doesn't, is see if he can play through it. It's really going to affect, uh, you know, that that element anyway that you're missing, which is the speed, because that's you know, we all you know you can't really run that fast if you're kind of keeling over on on whatever muscles kind of hurt there. Um, how about this? Eagles cornerback uh, Orlando Skedrick is only the fifth DB since they started charting forced fumbles since 1993 to have two sacks and two forced fumbles in the same exact game. How about that? Wow. Not bad. Not bad at all. Good yeah. for you, Orlando. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's a pretty good day for how him. How about it? After coming back as, uh, hey, how about that? The Packers get a turnover right away on uh, the Cowboys' first drive. Hey! Uh, a little flup and fumble. Another drop save from uh, old first-round pick Amari Cooper. Uh, not that we don't know anything about that here in Philadelphia. So, And for those who care about such things, I am a 99% chance to beat Joe Giglio in the WIP <laughs> Fantasy League to improve to 4 Joe Santaliquito? So. Joe Santaliquito or Joe whatever they call him. Giliquito. He's got a bunch of <laughs> names there. Uh, Razul Douglas also chiming in. This come from Mike K. Uh, that he's uh, never seen anything like that Orlando Scantrick. I haven't either. That's I, I what I was saying. That was, <laughs> was like, oh, what just happened? Did he really just take the ball away from him? Is that a real thing that just happened? And, and then run for a touchdown? Like, what is uh, happening right now? Just an embarrassing effort all around from the uh, uh, from the offense and the Jets. Outstanding. Can't really say that against the just defense. Just outstanding stuff. Yeah. I thought Doug did a lot of smart things. And, oh, I meant to say, uh, back when we were talking about the Miles Sanders wheel route, what an excellent pickup by Carson Wentz. He knew it immediately. Oh, yeah. He, I he mean, saw the defensive end pick him up immediately and just went, there was no question oh, in his even, mind. I'm even talking about pre-snap. Like, yeah, uh, pre-snap. Uh, yeah, he kill, saw kill. I don't know if he knew that the DN was going to go and cover, mm-hmm. but he clearly saw that, like, Hey, there's no linebacker or yeah. whoever that was over there's there. There's no one out there. Yeah, exactly. Up. So um, love to see stuff like that. Uh, and again, uh, thank God that, you know, I, I, I never needed to really see anything. And I know Elliot's going to make a big deal out of something. I just don't know what that thing is yet. Uh, we'll probably talk about that I'm, on I'm, Tuesday. I'm but. already annoyed about it. <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't really care how, you know, it looked. I, I was even expecting when we were talking about this on the pod just uh, on the preview pod going, I don't need to see anything fancy. I just need you to take care of this one mm-hmm. and and get to that next step. And the next step kind of starts right here and now. Um, we're obviously would love a, a Cowboys loss that's going to make us feel all giggly and googly inside because, you know, just like you were saying, James, most of the NFC is going to be around three and two. Um, most of the contenders are going to be that way. And this really wasn't separation Sunday. That kind of stinks or stinks. That kind of starts right now. Uh, yeah, in, we still, in it's still early. Now, it's still early. We're, we're into hoodie season. When hoodie season begins, you want to start to see some teams pull away. And then in November, you really want to see them start pushing and pulling all their might. I need the Eagles to start doing that against these particular teams. And then I'll start feeling you know, really, really good about how we felt in the preseason and this being the the team with the most depth and on and on and on and on. But I really, uh, Rowie, Rowie. <laughs> Rowie. Howie Roseman. I'm gonna, Yeah, Rowie's a good one. If yeah. I need a favor, I'm going to call Rowie. Um, <laughs> so Rowie, um, I, I know that there's no way, and even it came out again today that Ramsey, they're not going to trade Ramsey or whatever, not for five first-round picks somebody was quoted for. I believe it I, was quoted as not for a million first-round picks. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't believe them still. 
Me too. I don't believe him. I made up that million thing. Yeah, I, I, I really do think that Jalen Ramsey will make this a Super Bowl contender. Uh, I do too. Of, of I mean, look, I, I think they still are. So even if it's like, I think they'll get someone, but I think they're already a Super Bowl contender. I really do. I've said that for me. Again, yeah. I'm not a real. The NFC is wide open, man. Yeah. It's a bunch of a bunch of the similar types of teams. So, um, I I think they just need to get their crap together. And and look, I think that look, I was saying to you during the game, it really is such a bummer they lost Malik Jackson the first game of the season. It is. I was so excited to watch that guy play for the Eagles all year, but the whether or not they can get Deshaun back, and again, I, I I understand your pessimism. They, of course, have set, like made it seem like it's more likely he'll be back sooner rather than later. We'll see. Um, that is the most important injury. It, that I mean, like, look, Jalen Mills will be coming back. They need help at corner, but Deshaun Jackson makes such a massive difference for the team. I think that is almost yeah. as important a thing as they can have is to get Deshaun back if yeah. they can get yeah. Deshaun back. And that's. Uh... What a really disappointing couple of signings if they're not oh, both back God. too. You know, you only get them really for one week apiece, and that's it. And that's uh, I. Th- I think Deshaun will be back. I don't know if it'll yeah. be something where he re-injures it. I don't feel. Look, my long-term prognosis is not super. I'm not super excited right now, but I'm not where you are. I think they yeah. get Deshaun back. I'm not gonna. I'm not there yet, but I get it. You know what I mean? Uh, I hope they do. And if not, then this is the one thing that's still. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, James. I'm still scratching my head on, like. If you're lacking big playmakers and Zach Ertz keeps getting doubled, like you need to fit Dallas Goddard in the game plan more somewhere. You just do. Yeah, he he was involved, but it. I agree. He was involved. He had a few catches. In a, one in of a major role way, like in, yeah. in, in first read situations and stuff like that. Things that are built around him. I'm uh, Maybe it's because I'm so hyped about him, and maybe I know a lot of Eagles fans are, but... I would like to see them adjust a little more that way if that's how this is going to go. But again, Deshaun's here. None of this matters. And, you know, let's go go score 31 points a game. So uh, we will have a a lot more probably crucial analysis moving forward on Tuesday. Uh, Not much to analyze when Luke Falk is the opposing quarterback. (laughs) It's hard to take too much away. Yeah. Other than. They did what they had to do, John. That's my takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) That works. That works. <coughs> that's my uh, that's my my read on the uh, Jets offense. Aaron Jones right there. touchdown. Yeah, there we go. go All Packers. right, now we're starting off good. So um, we hope that you enjoyed your Sunday as much as we did. It was very relaxing. We're doing this podcast on the couch. You know, that's how we're delightful. It I'm Probably loving. I'm it. saying a lot of dumb things today too. So uh, we appreciate everyone listening in to number. What are we on now? I think this is 119 of the Go Birds Pod right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds. Amen. Actually hit record. That'd be fun. Okay. Here we go. <laughs>